0: Hi, and welcome to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast. Again, week seven, I believe, episode seven, uh, for this uh, weekend of uh, December 17th, the pre-Christmas holiday rush. Um, This week, I've again got uh, Ron and Connor with us. Hello. Uh, Hey. I didn't say their names with a space, so they didn't know when to respond. That's my (laughs) fault. And you haven't got a degree in this stuff, too. It's poor broadcasting. (laughs) Uh, is what it is, but they never let me on the radio station in college, so there you go Um, uh, every week uh, we read a whole bunch of comic books one of us will write a review uh, which is, if I might say, usually completely beautifully written and witty very entertaining Uh, and then uh, (laughs) we do this pick of the week where we chat about it for a couple of minutes and then ramble Uh, this week uh, the uh, honors go to Ron it was supposed to be my week but we switched off because stuff was going on
1: well, it's not, it's not so much that stuff has gone on, it's just that I was so excited that a book that I've been waiting for for so long actually came out that, that I it? felt the need to, Yeah, that's, yeah, what that's why I did it. He that's asked what it was. <laughs> In <laughs> fact, I was expecting you to put up more of a fight, but you kind of buckled pretty quickly, so I was. I, um... don't, I don't. It's the thing. <laughs> this is all. I don't want
0: to go to the comic shop anymore.
1: <laughs> it's well, it's literally. Delivered.
0: It's, I'm, well, no, I mean, this is over after this week. Right. It's, the speci- it's that oh, specific, the specific store. store, it's not right. comics in general. No, it's not right, comics, right. I just. Right. it's so far away. The right. traffic is so awful, and it's just,
1: well, it's just... That's what you get for living in L.A. So.
0: I was fine for a while, but then I moved farther away. And yeah. so it made it just, just that much more
1: intolerable. All right, enough of the lamenting about the drive, let's get to the review. What'd you buy? Alright, so finally, after f- three or four weeks of... of Bated breath and waiting, X Factor number one finally hit stands. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, yeah, and so I know that this has been a month of surprises at iFanboy where we're trying new comics and picking books that we don't normally pick. Um, you know, what with all the Gotham Central and all the mutant titles and the like. Oh, the, but, the one time um, we
2: picked Gotham Central?
1: Well, no, but the, the, the numerous times that you p- picked Gotham Central twice in the past two months. So, I mean, considering Warren Ellis a- was right! No, actually, since <laughs> since September 7th, we've picked you've picked Gotham Central 3 times. Yes. So, what does that is, tell
0: you about Gotham Central?
1: Kicks ass. Very good. Actually, let me check that actually. Gotham Central 34, 35, 36 and 38 have all been picked, just picked <laughs> <to> the least. <laughs> that was the Robin storyline, right? Yes, it was. Every issue <laughs> of the storyline. Good stuff. Story. Except for 30, so except for 37, that was the only one that didn't get in. That was a standalone issue. Before was that we the crossover. Before we, one?
0: Okay, yeah. so before you get started, Yes. you know about the Robin storyline?
1: I have no idea what you're referring Okay, to. here's what happened. <laughs> and now we're back talking about Gotham Central! <laughs> it's where it has to be.
0: It's where it, it's where it's led us. We, we came, we're not in any position to it. See, that. I fanboy
2: Gotham Central podcast.
0: Uh, what happened was, all of a sudden, all these young boys started showing up dead, and they were wearing Robin uniforms. So the oh. first one, they're like, is this really him? So they thought they had an eye on who Batman was. And so it was a big thing, and they were like, should we bring in Batman for questioning? And... And all this stuff, and then another person showed up in a Batman or uh, a Robin, a Robin a uniform, part. dead. Uh, and it was a great story. I mean, that's the basic idea of it. If, 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 if you know, what if they found like a dead Robin? But okay. then it, it brought a the Teen Titans together, in for questioning. Yep.
1: Good. Cool. All right. So anyway,
0: go ahead. Tell us about X Factor.
1: We didn't pick Gotham Central. All right, so if anybody who reads ifanboy.com and reads the pick of, pick of the weeks in the past, you remember um, last year, perhaps, last uh, September 2004, I picked um, uh, the first issue of a miniseries called Madrox Number 1, which was written by Peter David, and um, it was drawn by um, Pablo Raimondi. And what it was is it was a little five-issue miniseries under the Marvel Knights title um, of... Uh, Jamie Madrox, the multiple man, from who's been a. Is he even B List? Is he really C List? Lister. C Lister? Of the Marvel Universe. He was uh, he in the. Well, the 70s main iteration
0: in, of him is B List, and then the rest of them are C List. Yeah, C- the rest C- of them has yeah. been C List. Yeah, I C mean, like.
1: He, yeah, like back in the day, he he would hang out on Muir Island or whatever, however you pronounce Mure. that. Muir Island with Mo- Moira McTaggart. Mm-hmm. And. Um, uh, but anyway, his he, basically his power was is that he gets hit physically and, and out pops a duplicate of himself. Um, so he's the multiple man. Um, now, he elevated from C-list to B-list back in the early 90s when the X, uh, X-Men titles were rebooted um, in 91, I think, and Peter David wrote X-Factor, which had the lineup of Havoc, Polaris, Strong Guy, Wolfsbane, and uh, Multiple Man, and Quicksilver for a time. What about Guido? Guido, Strong Guy. Oh, that's That was his. That was his, ca- that was his, his code name. Right. Um, Boy, that's is,
0: just they. They just
1: failed on the naming front with that. Guy well, that all that was that, that. was an ongoing joke. Was that he needed a code name? We're out of names. He, yeah. He's yeah. So they strong. they called him Strong Guy, and it was kind of all you know, like that was a a running gag. If yeah, you know. I know, but his but name is actually Guido too. Guido Carosella. He used to be Lila Cheney's bodyguard. <laughs> Lila Cheney's the, te- the 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 inter- uh, cosmic teleporter rock star. And this White explainer has been brought to you by
0: ifanboy.com.
1: <laughs> so anyway, so um, so the miniseries followed Madrox, um, who apparently set up shop in Mutant Town, the section of New York where all the mutants were living, and um, set up a detective agency and was tracking down some case and uh, some mystery or whatever. I don't I honestly don't remember the specifics of that story, but it was really really good because for whatever reason, Ma- Madrox is just written really well by Peter David, as he was written really well in that X Factor series. And he kind of picked up where he left off 15 years ago and is just very, you know, very witty, sarcastic, a lot of pop culture references and um, took a new take on the character who previously was this B-list or C-list background kind of character with this kind of pointless power and – well, not pointless, but I mean – but, you know, not a, you know, frontline power um, and kind of took the character in a new direction, put him in this kind of detective, you know, detective agency kind of mystery kind of theme and he also tweaked his powers a little so that every time he forms a, a, a duplicate, it um, isn't just a direct clone of himself. It's actually a, um, a facet of his personality. So there could be a uh, – similar to the Michael Keaton movie, Multiplicity. Uh- <laughs> Wait, is, it, is well, that That a makes movie? me want to rush out and read it. That's,
2: yeah. First of all, that's a good movie. Second of all – That's a great movie. Is, yeah. is that uh... – is that a new? I don't remember that. I used to buy that old Peter David X Factor. I don't. remember that. Yeah, no, that. no,
1: that was a, it. Was a it was a new it was a new facet to his powers as of that miniseries last year. Okay. So um so and he was exploring that. So he was like saying you know he'd pop off a dupe and it would be you know a cocky dupe and he'd pop off a another dupe and it would be like a shy one. It okay. would be a you know like a what's a different the advantage of, of a shy dupe? I don't know. I mean, but it, <laughs> I don't know if there's an advantage of it. But it it, it, it I have a go ahead. No, it just allowed for a lot of it, it was it was just more than just another duplicate, you know. I have a question l- about his powers. Sure.
0: Now, previous to that... okay, so uh, this is a this is a, a conscious thing he go he does now. It wasn't that they just changed his power? But he said, "Well, what if I do it like this?" And he concentrates, and when he squeezes, like
1: shy one, you know. No, no, it's it's he can't control what comes out. Okay. Now,
0: previous to that, were the multiples of him? the same as him or were they diminished in some way were they slightly stupider were they Well
1: no no they they were they were the same as him in in that they had all his knowledge and they had his same he looked just like him i believe there was some sort of time period that they lasted or or he needed to absorb them or something like that. There was some kind of catch, you know. And they and, they, and in X Factor they played a lot with: is this the real Jamie or is this a dupe? And and how do we know? You know, and and like and he duplicating himself so many times. How does he keep? How does he know that it's him? You know, like that kind of metaphysical kind of approach to it. Um, but I think I think it's an interesting um, an interesting thing because he. You know, he he virtually disappeared from the the X Men books between like '93 and and last year. And um, Peter David addressed that and explained that that what he did was he I guess I guess there really isn't a time p- period on his dupes, but he does have to absorb them or something happens or whatnot, mm-hmm. or like one of his dupes can't die or or he can't die, something like that. So but if um, one of his
0: dupes get killed, does he then? Is he less of a man? I think he
1: feels it. I think he feels it, but he's still alive. Um, but he know he knows it happened or whatever. But what's interesting was that apparently in that time period where he's been at, out and about, he knocked off a bunch of dupes, and like one duplicate went out and and went to Tibet and learned Buddhism, and another one went to college, and another one went and did something you know did something else. And so and as he's reabsorbed those duplicates, he gains their information. So he's got all this wealth of information that he's learned from his duplicates being out in the world. Can I tell you, it sounds like an incredible idea for a character? Yeah, it, it, I, I mean,
0: and I always thought it was kind of cool. But like, there's so much stuff you could do with that. But then again, right. it's one of those things where you make him so cool that you can almost you could find a way to make him un- omnipotent in almost any situation. Right, and, the and, Superman and it's Superman problem.
1: It, well, yeah, but and and I think that I think that a the thing holding him back from the omnipotence or holding um you know ho- holding the character back from having that problem is the kind of self-awareness of the duplicates and self-awareness of his shortcomings. Mm-hmm. And so while he has this power, I mean, uh, the power is just to make duplicates, but he's not super... Yeah, he's he's not super also strict. just a man. Can, he's just a guy, yeah. And so, and he also and also with this idea that the duplicates have different facets of his personality, it um, it allows, you know, trying to find the right duplicate for the right kind of job, which is a, a, po- a plot point in this first issue, which is now X-Factor number one, which is, you know, after Decimation has happened, he, um, there's a moment in the Decimation book that I picked a couple weeks ago, when Cyclops calls Madrox and says, hey, we need you up here in Westchester to to help out, we need your duplicates, and he's like, actually, no, I'm busy down here in New York, so sorry, and he's busy there because he's starting his detective agency, and, um, apparently there's an increase in business, and that sort of thing, and so this is the first issue of showing, okay, so the disaster happened, and now, you know, Madrox is, he's got uh, strong guy, and he's got Wolf's Bane, but he's also, um, he's recruited uh, Siren, who is uh, Banshee's daughter, um, and M, who was in Generation X, to be part of the um, the detective agency, and then this issue is him recruiting Richter, who used to be one of the the new mutants, or X-Force, who actually lost his powers in the whole decimation thing. And this, ep- this issue, F not episode, issue has to do with Richter dealing with losing his powers and he's, a, he's about to kill himself, he's going to jump off a building. And so goes to, Madrox goes to intervene and pops off a duplicate that he believes to be his optimistic side and sends that duplicate to go talk Richter down. And in talking Richter down, he tells him about the detective agency and tells him what they're doing as well as um, opens up the side plot of what's going on with Siren and a, a case that Siren's been working on. So that's pretty much so the wait, issue. It wasn't
0: it. his optimistic dupe. Well, I don't. Was it like, well, his wanna, sa- was it like a, a sad Jerry dupe? Well, I, really I wanna, nothing. I don't want to
1: ruin the. I don't want to spoil the book for you because <laughs> that's part of this twist at the end. I see. But um, Already but he it. is an optimistic dupe. But he also the the optimistic dupe also has another facet of his personality, which is kind of unpredictability, which plays into the the story. Hmm. So
0: hey, is uh, Madra Jamie? Is he a is he an American or is he supposed to be a Brit or is he?
1: I believe he's American.
2: Okay. I will say that I, I, Wednesday I completely forgot to buy comics. <laughs> wow. I, I was in such a rush to get out of work um, that I ran to the subway, got on the subway, and was about three stops into the ride when I realized, oh, <laughs> crap. And By then, you're just too far to turn around because comics are completely in the other direction. And I was already in my head that I was going home, so I didn't buy them. The upso- upside to that was I read Ron's Pick of the Week, and I said, all right, well, I'll check out X-Factor number one. So when I went Thursday, I bought that too. And I'm I'm nearly convinced. It it was it was pretty good. Um, I, I mean I, I was a fan of Peter David's X Factor, so that's probably.
1: And and I think yeah, Peter David's X Factor was a great run. Yeah, and I think I think the highlight of that run was his connecting with this character. Yeah. And he really and he really writes a lot of the, the he he utilizes the um, yeah, the, the inner, inner
2: monologue
1: the inner monologue narrator kind of device really well with Madrox too. And it's, um, it's good he
2: does connect with the character and it, it's smart to make him the, the central character because I think wasn't Havok the central character in X Factor? Yeah,
1: Havoc was the leader of that X Factor team and Madrox um, is kind of in the background. Yeah, so. this,
2: this was good. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, the art's really and, good.
1: Yeah, the art is a big thing because the art in Madrox was really good too. Because also with the with the with the kind of the story approach of it being kind of detective-y and kind of gritty, the art has reflected that. It at least it did in the Madrox miniseries. Kind of had that um, you know, daredevil esque kind of, you know, darker kind of um, look and Ryan Sook did the art for this I think it's Sook or Sook or whatever. And um continued that kind of um that look and feel and it, it really complements the story really, really well. Like there's a lot of dark a lot of stuff happens at night and, and dimly lit and Well it's know. all at
2: night. It, doesn't, it only takes place yeah. over the course of about an hour. Yeah, it's all
1: at night, yeah. So um but I mean it was really cool and there's a really and I mentioned in the review, um, as he's explaining to Richter what the what they're doing with the detective agency and how they started up. He said, how did you get the money? And there's a little one-page uh, exposition explaining how he got the money, he, how he got a million dollars to to start the detective agency. And it's um, yet another funny kind of use of the duplicate powers, too, and how he was able to right. use that to, to get I, the money. This
2: is, a, this is a point where I disagree with you because I thought that was dumb.
1: Oh, I thought it cracked me up. I thought it was I... hysterical.
2: I thought it was really funny <laughs> in to, in the year 2000, in the year 2005. Yeah, it was a little dated. It was, it was not a little, little dated. dated. It was at least five years dated. It was yeah, possibly, it was a pop culture reference, five years ago, and it was. But just, it was it was still amusing. It was it still amusing. amusing. Also, he bought, the, he bought the sock puppet, didn't he? Also, yeah. how he <laughs> he had the sock puppet. <laughs> he can't. You can't buy a building in New York for a, for that much money.
1: Well, it's in a crappy part of town.
2: There is no crappy part of town. No, not Manhattan. Yeah, that's true.
1: Well, whatever. Well, if it's somewhat, you've got to you've got to let it go to the story. It's it's whatever the 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 license dramatic license took me right out
2: of the story. Oh, out. <laughs> no, I mean so it was. It was, th- it was. Besides that, I really uh, I enjoyed it, and I'll be picking up issue two.
1: Yeah, and and really, I mean, what it comes down to is is just that. Like, I really hope it 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 is allowed to flourish because I mean, I don't know. It'll you be know, tough.
2: Like, I think it'll. I think it's tough. Yeah, I mean, like I, I,
1: I completely wouldn't be surprised if issue seven is the last issue, and like similar to the 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 Nova um, Nova exactly the Nova <laughs> relaunch that we all got very excited for and then it died very quickly.
2: Um, all you can hope is you've, if that does happen, you get seven quality issues. That's yeah, At the end of the exactly. day, that's all you can hope for. No one's yeah.
0: well. It's just basically somebody has to read it.
1: Right. Yeah. So so, then so we, if you if you're listening to this, go out and buy the book.
2: You're doing God's work. What are you doing? Dad's work. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff, though. You won't be disappointed if you hear about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it is really good stuff. And and it, it it also continues this kind of, like, I never really... I never was a fan of Peter David, but I never wasn't a fan of Peter David. I mean, I knew a lot of the the you know what was peter david and all the controversy that's been around in the columns and the arguments and we saw him we saw him with, debate and,
0: Todd McFarlane in person and that pretty much sealed
1: my <laughs> <laughs> that sealed my fanhood which is pretty funny but um and I never really read any of the hulk stuff that he wrote but I did read X-Factor and I loved X-Factor when I was out he was
2: really and, good in the I mean in the 90s yeah uh, I don't really read I don't really know what he's on now but well, Spider-Man uh, Well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, his X Factor was good. His Aquaman in the nineties was really good. And I only read a few of the issues of the Hulk, but a friend of mine h- collected them. He really liked it, and I would occasionally read his issues, and those yeah. were good. So he was he was really strong he, in the nineties. Uh, the he's
1: good. I mean, like it, I mean, it's it's just funny because and was, Supergirl, at, Supergirl was good. Oh, right, his Supergirl, his his little angelic Supergirl, right? Yeah, that was good. Um... But it, I mean, it was just interesting because it's been—it had been a very—it's been a very long time since I've been waiting weeks for a specific comic book, and like the fact that all—and Wednesday was a busy day. Yeah, you we, would it,
2: shut up about this comic coming out for a month. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Wednesday was really I mean Wednesday I was in the city We went to go see King Kong It was like You know like was, I had to go to work There was all this stuff And all I could think about All day was I like, gotta get the comic book store I gotta get the comic book store I gotta get X Factor number one So that was I the caught,
2: opposite for me All that stuff we did During the day Completely threw me off Of right. my schedule And I forgot that it was Wednesday
1: I mean it got to It got to the point where I Wait I don't you guys ha- hang out
0: together? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the It's the, it's the, it's the it's the pros of living in the same time zone. We had we saw
2: King Kong together. Yeah, we, we saw King Kong. I, I know. It, was, it was Anyway, a joke. Um, but <laughs> yes, you know that, but not everyone else does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but
1: anyway, but to the point where I actually called my comic book store at like noon or like eleven in the morning to make sure they got it in. To make sure a they got it in and make sure they would hold one aside for me. You um, called anyway. Have,
0: You're like, hey, Steve, how's it going?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, no, but I mean, it was. I, and I don't normally do that. No, I I don't have a pull list, so normally I'm. There have been times where books sell, sell out and I miss out because I get there right as they close. You know, um, we were right
2: there in 34th Street, not far from the very big. Yeah, movies. I know,
1: but I didn't want to have to schlep my comics in and around the city and all that. Yiddish
0: like, has made its know. way into my <laughs> fanboy podcast.
1: I want sound Italian. effects,
0: like when you start when somebody starts to argue. I want to hit like a fight ring. I want. <laughs> ding, ding. I want like. If so you, you want start the... using Yiddish. I want to like like Lachem like uh, something like. That. That.
1: So you, so basically you want the iFanboy morning zoo You <laughs> <laughs> some, have a dark, stupid news segment In some <laughs> deep dark
0: part of my soul Yes I do
1: <laughs> So anyway so um, Madrox was the book to read this week And, and honestly I spent 50 bucks this week On books um, So I had a lot to choose from um, 50 bucks? I spent 50 bucks
2: How many books did you
1: buy? Did you buy any gift like I bought things? 8 books I bought 15 books Jesus.
0: And that was 50 dollars? Fifty dollars, um, and
1: and it was and it could honestly be split up into you know, Uncanny X Men and X Men came out, and that was good, and and I I did and Captain Adam came out, and that was good. That's yeah, that continuing good. that going that well. Good. But um, I did pick up the the Marvel Knights Spider Man to continue the audio. ah why because it's a car wreck and I have to know what's gonna happen. What's it's so you? bad. You're becoming a car wreck. I know. Well, um, no, they're still reading it. I guess we should keep printing it. Keep it going. But do you know what came out, which I actually bought, which I, which I honestly wish I didn't buy? Oh, well, wait! Can I guess? Sure.
2: What if Wolverine?
1: No, I didn't buy ah! any. Of the, I didn't buy any oh. of the what ifs. I, oh, I didn't buy any of the what ifs. I want to talk what about ifs. that when you're done talking about. You're talking about. All right. Well, I'm no, curious. I bought. There, there were there were two book. There are two books that I bought. One that I was glad that I bought, and the one that I wish I hadn't bought. One that I wish I hadn't bought was Secret War, book five of five, which. <laughs>
2: That's another which, one I stopped buying after issue one. Which I don't
1: even remember when it started, but I have no idea what happened previously. That's because this,
2: it's four or five months between issues.
1: And the thing is, is that the art, the painted artist, it's not that good. He's not even that good. It's it's not good. So I don't know. I wasted money on that, but I didn't waste money on the Great Lakes Avengers Christmas Special, which was fantastic. Um, and had a bunch of, had like four or five mini-stories around the Great Lakes Avengers around Christmas time, including one that was drawn by Paul Grist of Kane, which I was like, why is he doing this? Why don't they have him on like a real book? <laughs> but um, Never tell anybody apart in his books.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, you... No, oh, yeah, that was the yeah. problem with Kane. You couldn't tell what was going on. I yeah, you know, yeah. LA. And Jack
1: Staff is a little bit like that, but this you could tell who was who. But, um, but anything Great Lakes Avengers, I'm buying, because it cracks me up, so... Um, so I didn't buy any, any of the What If books. I just though, want to cause...
2: briefly, briefly mention. Well, because for some I don't reason, want to get what... too much into it, but yeah,
1: I mean, like I, I love What If, and What I know If I was, was a... one of my
2: favorite books growing up. Yeah, and... and
1: it it was, and for some reason, this batch of What Ifs, I read all the summaries, and I was like, yeah, I'm not interested in any. Well, of
2: that's a, that's why I bought this one because I'd, I'd read the the little summary about it. It's Wolverine in in 20 Chicago with Al Capone. I thought like, that might be interesting, so I bought it. First of all, the, the old What Ifs always tied into the main, the real storyline somehow. It was always like a departure what if right. captain america became president there was a time in the in the 80s when he was almost on a run right it was it was what if a decision Peter Parker it was a dis- the burglar? i mean it was always a, a decision that was gone differently and this sort this the, the, the storyline splits this is completely just not it doesn't have any any relation to the book it's, it's, it's an just, elseworlds it's an elseworlds tale it's the 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 old has always had a like a a fable ending you know they learned a lesson somebody <laughs> somebody dies somebody important dies because the decision was made incorrect you know there's always Oh, he should have done that. This is right. just this is just Wolverine in Chicago, and it was boring and it it was dumb. And I I read it and <laughs> oh, why did I fall into the trap again?
1: There's nothing worse than the than the the resentful comic book purchase. Yeah,
2: like I wish you could return them sometimes. So I know. Would, I, I, yeah. I finished it. and I went, oh, terrible. Why? Yeah, and the art was horrible.
0: It reminds me of uh, of uh, the worst issue of Punisher I ever read. The one that made me stop reading it. You know what I'm talking about? No. About probably two or three years ago, sort of coming near the end of that run, uh, they did the guy who did um, the Gay Cowboy book. Who is that? Who used to work on? Who used to work on Stern?
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, the guy Ron the Zimmerman. Yes, yeah, and he
0: did he did the issue of Punisher where he was like back in the gangster, like, he, oh, like really? he was 20s gangster stuff. God, I think I even stopped by then, and oh, it was a God. dream.
1: Like, oh, that God. was the end
0: is that Frank woke up, and it was a dream. It was the single worst comic book I'd read in, in five years.
2: Oh, God. It was exactly
0: the, exactly the same story, though. It's like <laughs> he goes after the established mafia.
2: Oh, this is stupid. He, it I'm, was a
0: I'm dream at the last page. On. I said, you've got to be kidding me. How could you even use that as a
1: plot point? <laughs> I don't know. He was so bad. I I didn't buy any of the Punishers, uh, unless Punisher... I I do buy Punisher as long as it's written by Ennis, although I'm getting ready to drop it because it's been really bad recently. But, yeah.
2: In in other comic news, really briefly also, I finally saw the Fantastic Four movie last night for the first time. Oh, you did? What did you think? (laughs) Here's what I thought. This is sort of the opposite effect of King Kong. King Kong (laughs) has been talked up as the best movie of all time since last week when the press saw it. So when Ron and I saw it, I was slightly underwhelmed simply because I was expecting a lot more. Fantastic Four was the opposite. It's been bashed so much by people I know and stuff I've read that I was almost pleasantly surprised at how not yeah. not as bad as it was. It was decent. It was decent. It had moments. It had some really really bad moments, which yes, made yeah. you go ugh. Yeah. But there was there was a lot of really good moments. They really did the thing well. They did they did uh, Johnny Storm well, and I disliked Jessica Alba. Less at the end than I did in the beginning, and the guy who plays Reed less at the end than at the beginning, and yeah. I thought Doom wasn't as bad as I thought he was going to be. Yeah. So it was like I went in with really really low expectations, and since it wasn't terrible, I thought, hey that wasn't too bad. I, I'd I like to. This- I'd like to like. I, A, I haven't seen it, so I'd like to disagree with you just because I want to,
0: but uh, <laughs> B, that's exactly exactly the same review as I gave to Daredevil. Yeah. I went in to see Daredevil when I when I and I was like, wow, that, that didn't suck
2: as nearly as much as I thought it would. Yeah, watch it Came again and you'll change way. your mind. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> whole I had the same reaction in the theater. I, I liked it in the theater Then when I bought the DVD. I watched it, and I went, ooh. I, I, ooh. I agree. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, Fantastic Four, you won't feel like you've wasted your time. There's enough. There's enough good moments in it. Uh, Fantastic Four moments that, I've yeah, heard I, that. I, it's I mean, not I, a as problem, the only waste of time as the
1: only person who was able to drag myself to the theater to go see it. Um, I, I I enjoyed it I didn't have I didn't I, I mean the, the, you know there were things I wished were a little different or things that I wish they, they had changed or done a little better but um it's,
2: to me the, all the, all, the, it the was, saddest thing was there was so much potential in it, yeah, and it's just you could see it all wasted you could see moments wasted on the screen where a better director, a better writer would have really done a kickass movie. well, and, they and can the re- sad thing Well, the sad thing is the sequels already been announced with the same team because yeah I was just them, gonna
1: say they can redeem themselves in the second they made one. so much money that yeah. they're
2: bringing the same writer director team back so it's going to be the same thing. But yeah. but well, we it wasn't it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. I heard the thing was real good. The thing was really good and I liked I liked the the interplay between him and Johnny Storm which is really important it was really well done. Mm. Yeah.
1: I thought I, actually I thought Johnny Storm was one of the best he was, things. He of was it. he was perfect I think. Yeah, he was, was great. Good. He was he, he was really good. He was uh, yeah. Ho- hopefully <laughs> I'll be getting that for Christmas. So. <laughs> if not I'll just go buy it the day after. So Really? That's the- Oh yeah, I'm totally gonna buy it.
2: But like the day after Christmas, because you really have uh, to have it.
1: Oh yeah, no, I usually I usually go shopping the day after Christmas. Kristen, get,
2: the- get
0: up, get up, get up! <laughs> fantastic Four, Fantastic Four. <laughs> that?
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, like you know, the day after Christmas, I go and I pick up the stuff I really wanted that I didn't get. And, Do so you really like to wait in lines, then? Nah, not some, not some that, that many lines around here. At least, uh, you yeah.
2: know. Yeah, I guess you're. So right. I'm, uh, I'm, mean, so,
0: I'm so jaded by living here. Yeah. Well.
1: <laughs> But, um, <laughs> Los Angeles is hell. <laughs> it's becoming, it's becoming like a, a, bit in every podcast. It's like, well, let's hear about Los Angeles, Josh. So let's go.
0: <laughs> I do a bit. What yeah, sorry. It's, right. it's a bit.
1: So, <laughs> so, um, we did get a couple of, um, emails from some of our listeners out there, um, you can you can if you feel inclined you can write to us at contact at uh, ifanboy.com and tell us what you think or ask us any of your questions, um, and we thought we'd share some of them with you guys um, and answer the questions live on the podcast. Um, so we got an email from Clive in England um, who writes to say that he's you know likes the podcast which is very cool and he's actually going to be visiting New York and was curious what uh, the decent comic book stores in New York were,
2: um, which I think Connor is probably best suited to answer that. Well, there's there's really there's a couple of great stores, but there's really two main ones. Um, Midtown Comics, I think, is the best store. It's the store I go to. There's two locations: one's in Times Square, and the other is right next to Grand Central Station, um, which I've never actually been to, so I couldn't tell you exactly how to find. it. I've been it. to that store. It's it's a good store. It's new, and it's it's the layout. Is nice. it easy to find? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Big sign. Big well, there's sign. one. It's on uh, 40th Street, Seventh Avenue. That's the Times Square location. It's up. Upstairs, you see it as a big sign for it. You can't miss it. But uh, that's and the second one is uh, on the east side of Grand Central Station. Okay, and then the other those I would say if you're gonna go anywhere, go there. That's called Midtown Comics. You can find it at midtowncomics.com. .com. I think, yeah. um, the other store is Jim Hanley's Universe, which is across the street from the Empire State Building on 33rd Street, uh, right off of Fifth Avenue. That's it's a good store. It's got uh, I got issues with it, but it's it's a good store. It's better than it's better than most stores you'll go to in your <laughs> you life. You got a fight with it in a bar once.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, it's like literally across the street from where you work, and you don't shop there regularly.
2: It's Fifty steps from where I work. Um, yeah. I just don't I don't like it, but it's it's a good store oh, yeah. for it's a good. I went there for three like three years. It's a good store. It's but, a it's a good
0: tourist store. Yeah,
2: it is. Yeah. And it's like, good if yeah, you, you have a lot of time to
0: browse you're talking yeah. about not being a good store for sort of running in to get your comics to be gone but if you have never been to a giant
2: comic store like that's a hell of a place to go it's a good st- no yeah. I will go there to go if I've got time to browse around mm-hmm. and and you can and it's got a heavy heavy stock of independent stuff if you're into that and
1: yeah it's got a, I mean that's the, honestly the, when I worked in the city in the summer of 97 um, and I, it was on my walk to my to the office I would, that's where I got my comics that summer and that's where I But that's where I, like, opened up to a whole bunch of different indie books that I didn't even know existed is from being in that store. And that's where I picked up on, like, Stray Bullets and Strangers in Paradise and all this other, you know, all this other kind of black and white stuff that was just, like, awesome that that the store in Ithaca didn't even carry. Right.
2: No, it's a good store for that. I just don't like – I don't like certain aspects of it. But it's it's a good store.
1: Um Clive also um, was wondering if we had any series to recommend to him. He, he's a big fan of The Flash, Green Lantern, Metal Gear Solid, and Batman and the X-Men. Don't read Green but Lantern. <laughs> but at the moment, he's not getting any of them. So they just attacking giant had... shark
0: people yeah. uh, in this one. <laughs> it's the worst comic book I've read since The
2: Punisher I was talking about. Yeah, now Green Lantern's been a huge disappointment. Huge, but, uh... huge disappointment.
1: Uh, but he's looking for a recommendation. Maybe something to do with Batman.
2: Well, let's see. <laughs> hmm. oh, God, what... Well, what, this could, is, this could is a possibly? <laughs> I would say I would say Gotham Central, but it's 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 really right about to end. What? Right. So I would say pick up the trades for Gotham Central. This um, yeah. so it's hard to it's hard to recommend DC books right now because they're all literally going to change in about, flux, in about yeah. three months, they're all gonna be completely different. So
1: Well keep in mind he's in England, so I don't know if he if, I mean he's probably looking more for trades and that sort of thing, as opposed to single issues and like ongoing They they thing, get so. they get ongoing issues in England, you know. Yeah. Same, along Same with running water it. and electricity. <laughs> it's, it's I just thought all the books there have to do with Captain Britain and... and, and, and <laughs> it's not Madagascar. And <laughs> He's like, um... You know, they've um, you I, take a plane there
2: now. They don't, you don't have to go by steamership <laughs> anymore.
1: Please,
0: sir, can I have some electricity?
1: <laughs> um... I also, I also recommend it to Clive if he's into superhero stuff like Flash of Green Lantern or X-Men that he should check out Invincible. Yes, he should. Which, 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 oh, which anybody we who about. likes
2: superhero books should yeah. read Invincible. And actually that
1: Invincible hardcover is supposed to be fantastic um, full, of, full of great goodies and stuff
2: like that and behind the scenes kind of stuff. And with the conversion cool. rate to, uh, to pounds <laughs> it's much cheaper than it would be for your- it, it works in your favor. In
0: American so. dollars this will cost you roughly about 12 cents your, your money I think. It's, it's like a hundred bucks. Right. I think here, I, I believe a pound is roughly equivalent to seven hundred dollars. So yeah. <laughs> you're
1: good to go. That was um, the last I just I them to
2: England. That's what it was like.
1: Our, our second uh, listener email comes from Carlos, who um, was taking issue with our comment about there being a uh, few good writers on the right, first of, of all. Podcasts. That was
2: your comment. <laughs> who's my <laughs> yeah, comment. So Josh and I immediately refuted that comment on on the air. <laughs>
1: Well, Carlos then is, is, is joining you He's guys. Sure. it sure really sounds that. like
2: one of my comments.
1: It does. It was, no, it was
2: it was Ron saying it's like Major League Baseball pitching. There's not enough good writers to go around. And we said that's not the case. There are enough good writers to go around. It's just you can't coordinate an entire I, line of books to make it. I agree with what right. Connor says.
1: Right. Well, let's not rehash. Anyway, so, so um Carlos points out that um that he's been buying um Young Avengers and Runaways, which are two titles which I don't think um have gotten as much uh, praise on the podcast as of yet, but I know I'm a huge fan of both of them. Um Young Avengers written by Alan Heinberg, the guy who worked on the OC who's actually turning out to be a really pretty good comic book writer. Um and then of course Brian K. Vaughan who is a f- is is beloved by the iFanboy crew, right guys? He's a young phenom. Yes. So um points that out as well that, that we're missing out and he's also actually a um, a um, he's currently reading the the new She-Hulk by Dan Slott which is um, I just started picking up which is supposed to be really good I can't
2: I can't buy that book simply because the writer's name is too close to Don Slott who used to be on the Yankees and it he was, he was really bad so it's too Talking close to onslaught, Slott uh, who a, a second
0: tier villain
1: so anyway, so thank you, Carlos and Clive, for your emails and everybody else. If you want to email us, email us at contact at ifanboy and you know, let us know that you're out there listening. If you have any questions or if you want to join in on the conversation, we'd love to hear what you think because you know, Lord knows, we're full of shit. So, you know. <laughs> you're, don't, don't reveal our secrets. I, I totally didn't expect to hear that come out of you. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm oddly impressed. I stand awed. <laughs> I, I remember doing this in the morning and he's, he's not happy about yeah, it. So, yeah, we're, we're We're spry and, and awake. I'm awed by a lot right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Sunlight.
2: <laughs> I never see that. This is the second time this week Ron's woken you up really early.
1: Yeah.
0: He's, he's, <laughs> he saved my ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot to set my alarm.
0: And I'm sleeping, and he emails me at what seems like a convenient time to him, 11.30 East Coast time. And my, it, was my, a text message. it was a text message. Oh, yeah, a text message yeah. me, so my phone starts dinging, and I woke up.
1: Uh, well, this,
2: whole, dude, this whole text message thing is new to Josh. It's, uh,
1: it's wondrous. Josh has just been, has been catapulted into the 21st century. We got an electric blender, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's something I missed.
0: I get an email every once in a while from Top Shelf. Yes. All, top shelf comics the the indie distributor and it's it's loaded with all the stuff they got and normally I sort of glance at it and delete it and then I saw these books I <laughs> are... <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I sort of glance at it then I delete it
0: <laughs> well, well, no, I'm not gonna, I, I don't every time A, yeah. they send these out like every couple of weeks and I'm not yeah, going to no, go no, through and order 100 books every time I get one right it's right. it's 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 not spam but it's right there
1: it's contextual spam. It is. But I looked yeah.
0: at it and I, and I saw they've got a bunch of books on sale because uh, they sell okay.
1: books. Uh, Wait, I don't want to get anybody the wrong idea. We like top shelf. No, we've bought so, so. a lot so, of yeah. books on top shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I cool. do too. So I
0: probably have more top shelf books than any other thing. It's just they, they, they market a
2: lot. <laughs> the, and okay. we get a lot of emails. Uh, well, you know, that's because yeah, we used fun. to be irrelevant relevant comic book news site, So we used to get those. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, we used to be irrelevant. <laughs>
0: Anyway, I think, this a, I think this is a consumer email myself. I think this comes because it I is bought- no, it, it's not. It's not an
1: industry email. It's a, it's a consumer email. So anyway, yeah.
0: but I mean, I'll, I'll fleck through it before I dismiss it, as opposed to you know like other stuff. Uh, and I noticed that that uh, Alex Robinson, who did Box Office Poison, which is one of my favorite graphic novels of all time, I did an interview with him. I bought. I have a page from that book on my wall. I'm big fan. So you're a huge fan. Huge fan. I don't is the is the interview on the website anymore.
1: Um, it might be. I gotta check. All right, it. I don't think it maybe. Is. I'll, maybe I'll dig it back up from the archive for, um, for the holidays. Anyway, so
0: he he was working on this book forever after he finished box office poison, and I was Which like, was and I had sort of written book. him off. I was like, oh, that's not coming back. So now I look and it says that the top shelf is going into their second printing of his new book, tricked, and I went, huh. what? How
2: did I miss that? <laughs> you know how you missed it because you deleted the emails. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Literally. and like
1: meanwhile, like I, I thought, and it's funny because uh, you know every year we we do a little trade paperback exchange for Christmas, or or you know you know we buy each other uh, comic books that we think we should be reading. And I actually, for a moment, was going to buy that for you, but then I was like, no, he already has it, and you didn't even know it existed. Well, here's the thi- here's the here's the stick and the the
0: craw. I open up the page on Top Shelf Comics and I start reading the quotes. Okay, here we go. Indie Book of the Year, Wired Magazine. (laughs) Wizard Mag... Actually, it's Wizard, not Wired. They're completely different. (laughs) Trick is one of the best books you'll read all year. If Bendis is to Comics Man, then it's Grant Morrison, is it's David Cronenberg, then Alex Robinson is it's Robert Altman, the Village Voice. (laughs) Brilliant. Robinson's work has the potential to appeal to comics fans who don't normally read alternative comedy readers who should avoid it. Highly recommended. Library Journal. Carefully and cleverly constructed, such an accomplishment is no easy trick. Time Magazine. <laughs> Still more. A drama and thriller that plays to the real strength of the medium. Variety. <laughs> Trick does what good graphic novels do, do best. Sucks in all your brain on all levels. Most indie films should be this good.
2: Entertainment Weekly. You've got a <laughs> subscription to Time <laughs> Magazine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this, would, this to me, is the comic book equivalent as if, like, you guys were to tell me, hey, King Kong came on a DVD, and I would be like, it was a movie? <laughs> There was, Peter Jackson did another movie.
1: I can't believe he missed it. I don't Talk know about, what that's, happened. That's like the miss of the year, man. <laughs> that's like you. That's like you got. You got to. You got to get up from the computer and walk into the bathroom and stare at yourself in the mirror and just go, "What have I become?" I don't want to see that print. That
0: face. I got no. I. I need a haircut. <laughs> uh, I didn't shower last <laughs> night after the gym. It's still early. Jeez. I don't want to well, see that like, image.
1: It sounds like you need to go to the store and, and make a purchase, because <laughs> Lord knows I sure as hell didn't buy it for you yet. So. <laughs> well, uh, and this Wednesday, uh, I've probably got about four or five
2: weeks' worth of stuff, so... Yeah, I was going to ask you about Gotham Central, since you haven't read it yet. Sorry, Chad. jeez. Oh, you you're letting us down left and right. It's, this, is, this is the opposite of a Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, yeah, this is a... I feel like Tiny Tim right now. Somebody on the in. It came out in June. Josh. <laughs>
1: I was it came out literally six months ago. I
0: was planning my wedding at that time. I was knee deep in
2: uh Yeah, all
1: you sorts were no you were busy. I mean the I mean the thing is is that you know comics are an important part of our lives. Listen, but, you know.
2: Time magazine, entertainment weekly, variety <laughs> Village Voice. Okay. I hell. Time those, Magazine, I, which I know for a fact Josh says a subscription to had it's over. It's over?
1: Yeah. You don't get Entertainment Weekly? I read about it in Entertainment Weekly. I don't get
0: Entertainment Weekly.
2: Variety? Nope. You work in Hollywood, for God's sakes. Not for long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not after this, not after they find out. Once they hear this, yeah, (laughs) Uh, exactly. Just sad. I get
1: Esquire. (laughs) I get wired. Now Now you have a
0: homework assignment. So. No, it's, I'm I'm really excited now. I didn't know that there yeah. was a big old good book, but see now that's on top of my list. I have to pick up the. I think I'm two or three trades back on
2: Invincible. I think I'm Ooh, back wow. on Walking yeah, Dead. Geez, you're missing out. You're, 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 you're know, new you nickname know the name is Drop the Ball, Flanagan. You know, that's you a know horrible you know, nickname. What, yes, it is. You know you know what's
1: really funny. <laughs> Alex Robinson's just going to be like he's going to be like. Yeah, not that he cares, because time and variety and all these people like about it, but it's just like you're you're the bread and butter, and you just completely he just uh, even
0: he, he didn't remember me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we did like a six page interview. I bought one of your pages. We went back and forth. Oh hey, <laughs> oh, man! Even Brian Vaughn remembered me. Like like I was I was right after that first summer at Comic Con after Y came out. I'm like, hey, your p- number one was my pick of the week. And he's like, oh, I remember that. I read that. and I was like, yeah. I was like, "Hey,
1: yeah. Alex Robinson." He was like, "Who are you?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's nice. I, I always I always wonder whether or not the creators are just being nice to us when we see them at cons and, and mention that we picked them as pick of the weeks, so or they actually do remember. Well, me. we get the, we get the like, occasional
2: creator emails, so that that would
1: be. Yeah. Well like, well, like the last time I saw Bendis, I was like, "Oh, hey, I'm from my fanboy." He's like, "Oh, hey, you he love the site." He was lying. He was lying. I think that's lie. <laughs> I think I think Vaughn wasn't lying when I said it to him because he was. not That was a long time ben. ago. <laughs> So so without even reading it, you would you would, um, you would would promote Trek to s- a book that people should pick up and read? That is how much I really loved Box Office Poison. Even I read the, end, again. Which,
2: the End, which was weak. I, I, don't, I, see, I, don't, I don't remember thinking that. The first three quarters are excellent, and I agree with you. I recently reread some of it. But once the story shifted at the end and became about the secondary character and not about the relationship central to the storyline, it became boring to me. Yeah. I I remember
0: getting to the end of it and they sort of like prefaced what their lives would become. I found mm. that very
2: very good, very moving. It was very good, I thought, up until it became all about the the, the, the best friend of the main character and his, his budding comic book career and seemed sort of. I think that I
0: I think the story naturally went there. I think that Sherman's story
2: kind of ended, but he wasn't
0: done with telling the stories of the characters, so it went that way, which didn't follow tr- traditional dramatic structure, I don't think.
1: But hey, do each his own. I really need to go dig this trade back out. I read I it again
0: less than a year ago, I think. So did I. Yeah. it was really good. I should read it. I also, you know, I still,
1: I, I still haven't read Blankets. Really? Yeah. I didn't love Blankets. I didn't love it either. But it was good. I mean, it was, it was. It's been on my Christmas list for like the past two or three years. I have it on my shelf. shelf. I, can, I bought yeah. it for
0: yeah. I bought it for Lindsay.
1: Is it on your top shelf? It's on my third oh. shelf.
0: Oh. You know what? I did reread uh, probably a month or two ago was V for Vendetta.
1: Oh, I just read that. Oh, we should I talk, the, we should I, mention, about the just mention
2: briefly the new the new trailers out, which is oh, excellent. I yeah, watched it last night. It was really good. Oh
1: man, i yeah, will put a link up on the site for it. Um, it that that's going to be a really good movie. Although although I there's a, a shot in the trailer that I think is the end of the movie, which I think deviates from the book, which slightly has me concerned, but we'll see. Well, oh. even, if
2: it, even if it deviates from the book and it does it in a well-done way, then that's fine with me.
1: I don't know who the name is, but the guy who is the the government guy, I love his voice.
2: The oh, president?
0: right.
1: Yeah, the president the guy. Yeah, the, the the head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The head. Like the, he's perfect. Like the casting for that is perfect. If
0: you have never read *Viva Vendetta*, uh, it's it's as good as comic books get. It's from 1986, so I guess it's 19 it's 19 years old now. Uh. It's 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 every bit as engaging as Watchmen. It's not known as a classic like in the same way. But read that book before you see that movie if you like comics. If you liked Watchmen, if you liked you know any of that, go get that book, man. That is yeah. It's it's out all over the place right now, and it is it is as good as comics have ever been. Uh, But just in case the movie sucks, don't let it ruin the book. So read the book first.
2: Um, That's funny because you told me not to read the book first. Not, I mean, reread the book. I obviously have it, but I remember I you mentioned reading it, and then I said, "Oh, I should reread that." It's been a while. And you said, "No, don't don't read it before the movie."
1: Really? Yes, you did. Well, there you go. Was I drinking? You might have been, <laughs> possibly. Um, DC recently put out a um, a new hardcover edition of it, which I picked up a couple of weeks ago, and and it's really it's it's worth it's 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 like a library. You like put it up on your shelf. Like it's a good. It's a uh, little oversized, like how it was originally printed, because I guess it was printed in that oversized magazine in Britain, so where the, they put it on parchment. Yeah. Um so like the art is really crisp and really clean and then there's a whole bunch of, you know, um extra stuff in the back and it's really really, really nice package. So p- up. Go pick that go pick that up. So um and we're putting up a link to the trailer on the site so if you haven't seen it already you can go to iFanboy.com and click the link and go watch the trailer and tell us what you think. It's awesome. So if you can download it in H D, it is just Oh yeah, oh. sweet. Sweet, <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. It was spectacular. It's even nicer in H D on my widescreen monitor. Oh shut so, up. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, well Capitalism
0: abounds here. Uh, you like <laughs> buy on my widescreen monitor, buy buy the huge hardcover one. You can go you can go out and get the soft cover one and get the same experience. Yeah, no. I've I'm had sure, my but... softcover for many years and it's done me well, my friends. All the pages are yellow as shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that adds to its cachet. <laughs> Alright then. Well, go to www.ifanboy.com or email us at contactifanboy.com. And uh, tune in next week for our Christmas extravaganza. Or our holiday extravaganza. <laughs> or holiday oh. extravaganza. No, it's, it's going to be the very quick Jesus, I'm married all. to
0: a Jew, and you talk like that?
1: I'm just trying to get us on Fox News.
0: <laughs> oh, do it. Do it. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: actually going to be visiting New York and was curious what uh, the decent comic book stores in New York were um, which I think Connor is probably best suited to answer that who's Connor. asleep and Connor
0: Connor oh
1: we lost the <laughs> oh the death oh my god
0: I'm kidding
2: <laughs> I got booted